Hi everybody. Hope you guys are doing okay. We've just started a tremendous mitzvah on the mitzvah of spirit. So I want to speak Be'ezah Hashem a little bit about this mitzvah. Give a little bit of a deeper explanation to what exactly are we doing. And what are we meant to be accomplishing during these days of Sfira Sa'ima? So as we know, the second night of Pesach arrived and we started counting Sfira Sa'ima. Why now? Why the second night of Pesach? Why not the first? Why not the third? So of course it comes from the Torah and the Shabbos. But I want to explain it on a little bit of a deeper level to understand exactly what's going on. We know that on Pesach, and I'm sure we spoke about this at length, on Seder night, that Klal Yisrael left Mitzrayim in the nick of time, before they became on the lowest level. And this was after years and years of, of heartbreaking and crushing labor with constant oppression. And for the first time in their lives, they tasted the sweet taste of what freedom really was. With this new taste of freedom in their palates, the Jews were given a tzivoy, a commandment, a mitzvah. And that was the mitzvah of Sfirah Sa'ima. They left Mitzrayim, they got the mitzvah of Sfirah Sa'ima. What's the reason? Why now? They had just left. Leave them alone. Let them relax a little bit. Chill out. Let them see their families. Spend a little time together. What, what's this business right now? The next day? Oh, Sfirah Sa'ima. What's the pshat? So the answer is, because now, and specifically now, right after they left Mitzrayim, 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 they had to realize there's more to accomplish. True, the true goal hadn't yet been reached just to enjoy their newfound freedom without continuing to grow would be tragic. And that they would fall short of their real, true potential. Freedom from slavery was by no means an end of itself, but rather a means to a greater end. The first step to Kabbalah Satoya. That's when Klalisol would achieve real spiritual freedom. And this is how we take the offering on Pesach, which consists of barley and animal food, and within seven short weeks, we come and turn it into a bread offering, one of the highest levels of food for, for a human being. And that is the message of Sfira Sa'ima. You know, it's interesting in NASA, when they count down to a spaceship that's going up. So they count down, four, three, two, one, zero, and then they go. We know that we count in the opposite way. And the reason is because we're not just counting towards the goal of Kabbalah Satov Shvuas. We're also counting that. But there's something more meaningful to Spirit Sa'ima. Spirit Sa'ima isn't just a way of how many days till I have to stay up all night? How many days till those 14 types of cheesecake come into the stores and I can eat them? This is great. Shvuas is coming. How many days left? Where are we holding? No. It's a lot more than that. It goes deeper than that. And that is every single day has a tremendous amount of potential. In fact, some of the Rishonim bring the most unbelievable thing. I never saw such a thing. When they count the mitzvahs, so there are different ways of counting the mitzvahs. Different Rishonim have their way of counting the mitzvahs. According to some Rishonim, the mitzvah of Svira Sa'ime, it's mitzvah shin zayin. Mitzvah shin zayin basically means that Svira Sa'ime, that mitzvah, 
is exactly bang smack in the middle of the Tariyag, the 613 mitzvahs. That's incredible. That means there's 306 before and 306 afterwards. That's incredible. That's almost like a building. You know, you have a building and you build a tall, big building. The bigger the building, the taller it is. But the more important are the foundations and the supporting beams. And where do those supporting beams have to be? Bang smack in the middle. Because that's the chizik of the building. That keeps the whole building going. And that's what's happening. According to these Rishonim, Sfira Sa'ima is the middle mitzvah of all of the Torah. It keeps everything going. And we have to understand why. What is so great about Sfira Sa'ima? We counted the days, the weeks. Is it one mitzvah? Is it a bunch of different mitzvahs? If I forget one night, I'm allowed to continue. You know, alright, it's a great mitzvah. We're not putting it down. But like, this is the supporting beam. Why? What's the reason? So there's something very, very special about Sfira Sa'ima. And that specifically, it's more than just a countdown, as we mentioned. But every day has its potential. In fact, the Menchaz Yitzchak, Dain Weiss, brings, this answers the question why many people ask, why we say, Hayoyim Yoyim Echod L'Oyme. Why not Hayoyim Yoyim Rishoyim L'Oyme? It's the first. And then you've got Shemi. What's the Echod? So he brings, and I'm not going to go into it now, because it's going to take us too long, with the Menchaz Yitzchak, on the Sefer Al-Moyedim, answers and he explains and he brings from Kadmonim that the reason is because Echot means it's a day on its own. And he brings a proof from the way that the, the, the world was created. Incredible. The way of the creation of the world, Yom Echot, was an amazing thing because each day was its own potential. Says the Minchas Yitzchak, Hayom Yom Echot Lo'ime tells us that not only are we counting towards something, but each day has its own potential. And each day there's what to accomplish on that day. I want to tell you an unbelievable Gemara. The Gemara tells us about Rabbi Lezer. So many of us have heard the famous Rabbi Lezer and the Gemara many times in Shas is mentioned. He lived an incredible life. An absolutely incredible life. He taught a tremendous amount of Talmidim. And he wrote, it was incredible what he did for his whole life. Towards the end of his life he got very, very sick. And four of his Talmidim, as the Gemara comes to tell us, came to visit him towards the end of his life. And they tried to, they obviously tried to, you know, give him a full shalema. They'll come to him, but they tried to make, say things that would make him feel a little bit better. This was with Rabbi Taufan, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Lezab ben Azariah, and Rabbi Akiva, the famous Rabbi Akiva. So these are the four Talmidim that came to visit Rabbi Lezah when he was ill, when he was towards the end of his life. Now, each of them had their turn to say some chizik to the Rebbe. Rabbi Tarifun got up and he told his Rebbe, and I'm going to say in English, you're so great, you're more beneficial to the world than rain. Why? Because rain provides physical blessings. You give us spiritual blessings. His Rebbe, Rebbe Leza, ignored him. I'm sure he heard what he said, but there was no response. The second Talmud got up. The second Talmud, Rebbe Shua, got up, and he tried to cheer up his Rebbe. And he said, Rebbe, you're better than the sun. Why? Because, and he gave a whole explanation why the Rebbe is better. No response, nothing. Rebbe didn't say anything. The third one got up, and he said, you're greater to us than our parents. Because our parents give us this world, and you give us the next world as well. Incredible. No response, nothing. Each one tried to point out how much meaning 
he had in their lives and in all of his students' lives. Until Rabbi Akiva. The famous Rabbi Akiva gets up and he told the Rebbe as followed and he whispered to him, Chavivin Yisurin! Suffering also has meaning. Unbelievable. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, Rabbi Lezer sat up in his bed and he said, bring Rabbi Kiva closer to me. I have to hear what he's saying. Ask the Mephoshim on the Gemara. No. What did he say so great? The three previous Talmudim said beautiful things. Incredible things about him. And all Rabbi Kiva said was, Chavivin Yisurim, how great, how wonderful Yisurim's suffering is, because it also has a meaning. What's so great? The first, says the Mephoshim, the first three Chachom in the Talmidim, praise their Rebbe. That even though now you're at the end of your life, you're coming to the end, you're leaving us to go to the next world, there's not long left, but I want to comfort you, you had an amazing life, you gave so much to all of your Tamidim, to all people in the world, you achieved so much, incredible. And Rebeleza ignored them. It's true, I'm sure it was nice to know that he achieved a lot in this world, but he still had a long way to go. He had a few more days, a few more hours, a few more minutes. Why are you telling me about what I already accomplished? So he wasn't comforted knowing what he did until this point that Rabbi Kiva said was incredible. Until Rabbi Kiva came along and said, wow, you're so great. But even though we don't like suffering, but you're contributing to the world by suffering, by taking the suffering, by taking the Yisurim and using it by and accepting that which the Rabbani Shalom gave you. Like in this week's parasha, we know about Aaron Akoyin and Parsha Shmini, his two sons died. What does the Torah say? He was silent. He accepted whatever Hashem did. Rabbi Kiva was telling Rabbi Eleza, incredible, you're teaching us an amazing thing, that even now, even while you are sick, you are accomplishing. Rabbi, all of a sudden, Rabbi Eleza was comforted. You know why? Because it means that in every moment of our lives, we're accomplishing. Even if it was at the end, even if we have no strength left, even if it's difficult, we can always accomplish. And that is Sfira Soimah. Sfira Soimah is about accomplishing. It's about doing something. The most incredible opportunity that every single one of us have to go along and do something. And I think perhaps this is the message. This is why maybe Sfira Soimah is right bang smack in the middle of all of the mitzvahs according to some Rishonim's counting of the mitzvahs. You know why? Because in every mitzvah, what are we doing when we do a mitzvah? We're trying to get closer to the Rabboni Shalom. That is essentially what a mitzvah is. We're getting closer to Hashem. And every mitzvah leads us closer and closer. But Sfira Sa'oyme makes us into a better person. It makes us achieve. It makes us change into a different person. That's the middle. That's the chizuk. Because without that, we would be the same person. And that's a shame. It's a real shame to go through the year and just become and be the same person you always were. You have to change. You have to change for the better. And the days of Spirit Oymi represent that. I want to tell you one unbelievable thing. There was a hit. His name was Samuel Reshovsky. Samuel Reshovsky, his real name was Shmuel. He died in 1992. He was an unbelievable chess champion. He came originally from Russia. 
He moved with his family to America. He was an unbelievable expert in chess. They say that when he was six years old, he was actually playing five games of chess at exactly the same time at six years old and winning every single one of them. That's how, what, a, what, he, what a mind he had in chess. He was known as Shmulek the Wunderkid. He was an incredible genius in chess. Anyway, he lived in Crown Heights in America, and he was once by a Fabrengan of the Lubavitcher Rebbe. And the Rebbe noticed him, and he knew him from before already, so he decided to give a whole talk about chess. And the, the Lubavitcher Rebbe famously said something from the Bolshemtov, that the Bolshemtov, the Heiliger Bolshemtov said, that everything that a person sees and everything a person hears, you can always learn a lesson from that. And he said, I want to understand for a few minutes the game of chess. And what he said was so incredible for us. And I think we could use this as a practical lesson for all of our lives. He said, and I'm not a bucky in chess, so I hope I'm not getting any of the details wrong. But he said in a chess game, you've got one king. There is only one king. And the king is the ultimate authority of the chessboard. And that is representing HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's only one Rebbeinu Shalom, the ultimate authority. That's the king on the chessboard. The queen is the expression of the manifestation of the Rebbeinu Shalom's presence in this world. Hashem is alone in power, but allows and gives and receives through the queen. Now the queen is the most vulnerable piece on the board. Very easy to get, and it allows a person... Often to deny HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to disagree with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to contradict HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Rabbani gives us that opportunity. The bishops and the knights and the castles move in different directions around the board. They represent the Malachim. The Malachim can inspire, they can assist, they can move all over the world. And they are perfect and they generate spirituality and have the power to move anywhere. And there are always two teams on the chessboard. You've got the black team. And the white team. Explain the Rebbe. Because we always need free will. We have to be able to have the ability to go both ways. And then you've got the pawns. Now the pawns are very limited in where they can travel. They can take one step at a time. They're also very vulnerable. Very easy to get and get knocked off the board. And it happens very often. But there's something amazing about these pawns. If the pawns take one step. Followed by another step. Followed by another step. They can actually make it to the other side of the board. It's the only piece in the game that can become a queen. In other words, yes, along the way you get knocked off. And sometimes you've got to bring it back and start all over again. But at the end of the day, it takes one step at a time. And once you have one step at a time, you can succeed in becoming the actual queen. Said the Rebbe, that's us. That's a yid. We take one step at a time. That's Sfira Sa'ima. Sfira Sa'ima is exactly that mitzvah. It gives us the opportunity to use every day, every hour, every minute of our lives. And the Rabbi Nishnan and Be'iza Hashem will give us the Siyat Dishmaya, this Yontif, this time of year, to use the mitzvah of Sfira Sa'ima as it should be done. Not just to count towards the cheesecake but to count towards perfection in our lives one day at a time, one moment at a time, and the Rabbani shall give us the Yatu Deshmaya, when we wish everyone a wonderful and healthy summer.